to the State for Day podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Matthews, bringing you all things AZ. And today on the show, we have the Dave Burns. Yo, boy. The Dave Burns. The you hear that Dave voice? Burns. You know that voice. The Dave yes. Burns. Host We're starting like that way, huh? <laughs> host okay. of the Burns and Gambo show. Okay, are you ready for this? Yes. <clears throat> Straight up 2 oh. o'clock on this Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon, Burnsy. How you doing today? What's going on, <laughs> Burnsy? You, okay. you want me to do one for you? Yeah, do it. All right, I'm going to move the mic Please, away because that wasn't, like, I didn't. Straight up 2 o'clock on this Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon and welcome into today's edition of the Burns and Gambo Show here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, blah, 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 blah. Oh blah, blah. my gosh, we right? got a show. Right, now yeah, I now, s- the, oh, now the sweat's pouring now, oh my goodness. <laughs> now I have the image yeah. to what I hear over and over again, yeah, literally can recite that. <laughs> That's your thank you card, so thank you for being on the show thank with us. Thank you for letting me do this. Yeah, I, I, always, so I always get a little, when I come with that energy at the beginning of the show, it always, I, I, yeah. I do get a little hot when I do that. That means so. you love what you do i think so I when you so. still get those butterflies and tingles you know what i do i i still even after all these years i do get the butterflies for I sure love it. well yeah. we're gonna go through all of you your journey here in the valley all that what you do i mean i grew up i don't want to say i grew up i don't want to like age us here but i grew up watching listening to you on my drive to the cronkite school i mean all through my profession covering all the sports here in az so nice of you thank you I just love Bernsey, so I'm so excited to have you. And first, to get to know you a little better, for okay. all your fans, okay. we do a quick game. Okay, and then I have the I have something else, so be ready. Okay. This is finish the sentence. Okay. Okay. When I was younger, I wanted to be... A lawyer. What? A lawyer. Wow. Okay. I started off as a pre-law major at U of A. You did? Yeah. Wow. And then what happened? I was <laughs> ditching a class. <laughs> Awesome. And I thought, if I can't get motivated to go to the class when I'm 19, how am I going to get motivated to go to work when I'm 40? Mm-hmm. So I thought, what do I want to do? And the first thing I came up with, I was either going to be a movie director or a sportscaster. That is the second movie director, well, not really? actual, but people who want to be movie directors. Who was the first? Well, this guy behind the camera here. Oh, okay. Went to film school. I did. Here you go. That's the guy behind the yeah. camera and the voice. Um, I did go to film school. <laughs> film school dropout, SCC. Are you? Shouts out. Shouts out. Go chokes. <laughs> and then our last guest, right? Was It was a yeah. couple guests ago. Yeah, uh, CEO of Bad CEO Birdie. Of, yes, Bad Birdie wanted yeah. to be a film director. Too, oh, so. okay. Yeah, I mean. I want, yeah, and, and I thought the path of being a sportscaster would be easier. Mm-hmm. So I went with that. And, and I changed my major that day, and my dad thought I was crazy. I love that. I remember I called my dad that night and said, Dad, I'm changing my major to what? Media arts. He's like, what the hell is media arts? <laughs> said, it's what they have down here for U of A if you want to be a sportscaster. And he's like, I don't think I support that decision. I'm like, well, I think that's what we're going to do. And worked out. How many phone calls? Um, I'm changing my major. <laughs> I'm having a midlife college crisis right, here. Exactly, have, have your exactly. kids done that? No, um, <laughs> no, my kids, one of them graduated with the, the, uh, with a uh, degree that he intended to, okay. and the other took a pause and decided not to go back, and we fully support that. Yeah, I love it. Good yeah, for you guys. fully support that. Okay, so I do know that you love movies. I do. So this is where the <laughs> you versus Nick movie trivia comes oh, into geez. play. Oh, jeez. Okay, let's do this. Because he also is a major movie buff, more so quoter. True. 
Okay. But hey, Bernsey, can I have you move your microphone just a little further away from your face? You got yes. a radio strong voice. I do, voice. I'm sorry. It's uh, yeah, it's very <laughs> powerful. It's wild <laughs> to hear you. Very <laughs> powerful, <laughs> yes. See your face and hear you in my ears when I've only ever heard you, you know, simultaneously. It's wild. I project well. It's yes. wild. Same. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Is this like a draw? Uh, like a slap First, on the knee. Okay, okay. <laughs> we don't have official buzzers here. Sure. Okay. First quote. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. It's Godfather. Oh, was I supposed to go? Slap I'm the sorry. Knee. No, go for it. Okay. You cheated. Oh, I, think you just say, I think you just say what it is. That's fine. Okay. Godfather, yeah. uh, part one. 1974, yeah. directed by Francis Ford Coppola. That's ridiculous <laughs> that I know that. 1972. Oh, 72. Oh, but oh, I'm still super okay. impressed. I didn't know okay. that she was going to have that <laughs> level of facts on here. Okay. I know. I have all the I'm facts. I'm not like an old, old classic movies all the time person. These are I should know Godfather. These are. Go ahead. Come on. Okay. Nico. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Here's looking at you, kid. Oh, that's Casablanca, right? Casablanca. There you go. Here. Uh, I, was I pot- I, I did, are we taking turns? No. Okay, we're just whoever You're shouts yeah, it out yeah. first. Yeah, you know. take okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Winner takes all. I don't know what all <laughs> is, but we have lovely shirts in the back for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, No, I'm not going to do that one. That's too. Oh, okay. You talking to me? Are you, you talking, talking to me, to me taxi, taxi driver? driver. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Uh, directed yeah. by Martin Scorsese. Directed by Martin Scorsese. You guys are so weird. Sick. So <laughs> these nerds. It's a sickness. These nerds. Okay, let me see. It's a love language. That's what I've realized. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, that's too easy. One more. Oh, that's way too easy. Show me the money. Uh, Jim Jerry Maguire. He won. He did. Directed <laughs> by. I have no idea. Cameron Crowe. You can't handle the truth. Jack Ni- oh, sorry. No, go for it. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Few Good Men. Mm-hmm. Directed by Rob I Reiner. I don't know that I've ever seen A Few Good Men, actually. What? Yeah, sorry. Again, like I said, certain classic movies, I just, I mean, like, that's that's age gap there, too. Like, I, I mean, it wasn't like a film requirement either. So I know it's a good movie. just haven't seen it. Wow. Mm. Okay. One? Last one. If you build it, he will uh, come. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. I've stood on that set. Kevin Costner, no idea who directed it. What? Honestly, uh, haven't even seen it since I was probably like five. Phil Alden Robinson. Wow. I, what else did he direct? He also directed Sneakers. Okay. And he was a big director on uh, the Band of Brothers miniseries. Oh, On great. HBO. I think he directed like three or four of them. Yeah, my son went to school in Iowa, uh, not oh. far from Dyersville where that movie was shot. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Do you have a favorite director? Uh, Spielberg. Okay. Spielberg. Favorite movie? Classic. Uh, Raiders of Lost Ark. Okay. <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Raiders wow. of Lost Ark. This Are you is a go true see art right here. Am I what now? You're going to go see Oppenheimer? Yes, I am. Very excited. And I think I'm going to do the Barbie Oppenheimer double feature. You are going to see both? So. Yeah. yeah, I think so. You yeah. guys are yeah. literally speaking another language I know, to me. I'm just I sitting know. back like, movie nerds. I love it. Not that you asked, but Interstellar has become one of my favorite movies over the last several years. Yeah, uh, so pretty excited to see. So like my Chris friend and I had this debate, Kay. and like we yell at each other all the time. Th- we are really getting into movie nerds. Yeah, that's fine. I think yeah. Arrival is ten times better so than Interstellar. Okay, ten wild. times better. First of all, super underrated movie to begin with. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do. I don't think it's better, but I cry at Interstellar every single time. Really? So yeah, I mean they cut back to him, and he has missed his entire children's lives, and that's terribly sad. Anyway, uh, Arrival's really, really good. Uh, Arrival's fantastic. Yeah, I, I think Arrival's much like better than Interstellar. I don't know about much better. I think they're they're both very good. I do understand the comparison, just the fact that it's like 
They're, they're similar movies. space time, yeah. Yeah. you know that whole jazz. But I do but feel like they're very, very different at the same time. Like I, I would oh, compare yeah, totally, Interstellar totally. closer to like 2001 than I would Arrival personally. I feel like the promo is Shady just me sitting here. Yeah, like this. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are they talking about? Let's let's what? get into who Verzi is because Back we need to. Back into we it because yeah. you are a you started this, Lisa. Per- I I did. I didn't <laughs> know did, I was yeah. gonna open up that whole. <laughs> there, but I appreciate it. You're welcome. And I love and that about you. you because obviously that makes you you. And that's honestly why I love the show so much. Yes, I love my sports. I love the X's and O's. I need to know what's going on, but adding in the personality and who you are, that's what makes it's the very show much great. who I am. It's it a is. big part of who I am. And you yeah. actually said that you know movies more than sports I think trivia. So. I like trivia, yeah, trivia. for sure. Sports trivia, I'm not very good at. It's weird. It's really strange. I'm really not very good at sports trivia. I just don't think like Vince yeah. Morata would just oh kill it. Have you ever the flo- have no, you gone head to head? Because I know, you I should. know. You just see like I, where I don't you're go at. In, I don't go into a fight <laughs> like that that I know I'm going to lose. I would lose in sports trivia to Vince Morata every time. Oh, absolutely. You could pick up your. Can card. I pick that yeah, up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everything. We're free here. Yeah, we're free. We're free birds. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this journey because you're a native. Okay. You went to NAU, U of A, ASU, mm-hmm. like trifecta there and it's all three yeah so throughout that journey how you landed now where you are today boy and that's a that's a big question um okay well like i like i said i i i didn't i grew up a sports fan but not like i didn't grow up playing a lot of sports Mm -hmm. so for me there wasn't an automatic connection I got really lucky in high school. I met a group of people, a group of friends that I'm still very good friends with to this day. And through them, I learned this love of sports. Mm. And we would watch SportsCenter every night. And we would, you know, who do we like better, Dan Patrick or Keith Olbermann? And we used to debate, right? Like this is classic mid-80s everything. And I'd always had the voice. Right, like sure even do. <laughs> always, like even dating back to when I was like eight years old, I'd always, I was even, you know, like I remember at church, they would ask me to get up in front of the church and read from the Bible and do the reading wow. and all that stuff because I, I had the pipes, right? But it never really occurred to me what to do with it um, until I met this group of friends and we started watching Sports Center every night. And like I said, sometime at U of A, I'm like, I don't want to be a lawyer. I can't even go to the class. If I can't go to the class, what's the point of being a lawyer when I'm four years old? I'm not going to want to go. Right. So what do you want to do? I want to be a movie director. I want to be a sportscaster. And the sportscasting thing was really kind of new. I, I didn't really know how to go about it. So I went down to the office of the registrar or whatever, and I changed my major that day. And I called my dad, and the call didn't go well. But he eventually <laughs> got on board with it. And he, at the time, he was the assistant chief of police in Tempe. And he was friends with Tom Dillon, who was the voice of the Sun Devils and the Cardinals at the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tom, my son wants to go into sports casting. What do you think he should do? He should go to NAU. He should transfer to NAU. On that advice alone, and just on that advice alone, I transferred to NAU. And it was the best thing that ever happened for me. First day on campus, I auditioned for a sports casting job, an on-camera job. Uh, I had never done anything like that before. I did it. Uh, I was hooked. It immediately, you know, sunk its teeth into me. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I've been on this pursuit of of being a sportscaster. The the radio just kind of became the the place. Um, And, I I mean, then we're talking about a really, really long journey, Lisa, where you're – 
you're talking about KNIX for three years, and then I was unemployed for a couple of months, and then KTAR and KMVP, and uh, it's it's been. I mean, I've been on the air in Phoenix since 1995. Mm-hmm. I've been at KTAR KMVP since 1998. I'm actually celebrating my 25th anniversary this year. Wow! Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So. Um, it's been a long journey. Yeah. It's been a long journey. Well, it's such a hard industry to truly break into. I mean, a lot of people say, I want to be a sports broadcaster. I want to, you know, be on the news or radio. And they don't realize truly, like, it's not only, you know, how much experience you have, but what right. you're willing to endure. How long <laughs> are you willing to wait? That's yeah. the one thing I learned. Like, there were, you know, you went to Cronkite. There mm-hmm. were tons of people who wanted to do what we do, mm-hmm. right? And they were all really good, and they were all really smart, and they were all really talented. And the thing that I learned more than anything was that eventually, after a while, they got tired of not making any money. Mm. You know, they, mm. they <laughs> mm, right? They got they, seriously. They got tired no, yeah. of man. I, I'm, waiting game. I'm ready to start making some money. And for me, fortunately, I was able to. I, I we just waited it out. I, I can't, I, there's no other way to describe it. I mean, we, yeah, we were motivated by money too. And certainly we were broke and poor and young and parents and, and in debt and, and, and all of that. But I just didn't know what else I wanted to do. So, well, let me, yeah, let me ahead, ask please, you there. Please, please, please. What kept you going in those moments when you're sitting there, you're, per, you're trying to pursue at that point a dream, right? And you talked about it in our pre-interview. You're married. You got laid off. Mm -hmm. You have a baby on the way. Right, right. Mortgage to pay. And you're kind of in this in-between space. Cue tears. This is when you cry in the interview. This is when I'm supposed (laughs) to cry. What kept me going? Yes. I I think it was at that time, what the hell else am I going to do? Like it was, it was all, it was, it was kind of based in, in. Well, it was, it wasn't even that I was all in. I like, what else have I been training for? Mm-hmm. What else have I been preparing for? I have a degree in broadcast journalism. Who's yeah. going to hire me with a degree in broadcast? What am I going to, you know, where am I going to go? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend of mine who was in the business. He went and became a bank teller, you know, a- and eventually that worked out well for him. But uh, am I going to go be a bank teller? Am I going to be a you know, w- what exactly is my path here? A- and I think it was honestly just a, a fear of not knowing what else I was qualified to do mm-hmm. that kept me around in it. Now, I, I tell you, I was at KTAR, I was one year away from saying I'm done. Like this was about 2002, okay. where if I hadn't gotten a big break kind of moment, I would have walked. Now, where I would have walked to, I have no idea. But I would have gotten out of the business. I would have done something completely different. I would have, oh uh, yeah, wow. yeah. I was ready to. I was ready to leave. I was ready to walk away. Look at that. And and luckily, I I you know unfortunately, it's always at somebody else's expense, and I I don't like it being at somebody else's expense. And there are two times in particular in my career where I got a great job at somebody else's expense. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, there, that's an unfortunate kind of reality of the business. And, the business. and at some yeah. point, somebody will get a gig at my expense. Mm. And, I, and you just kind of make that deal with that devil when you get into this business. You just Absolutely. sort of know that there's like a finite, you know, shelf life to what you have. Mm-hmm. So back in 2002, it was, 
It was literally, if I don't start making more money here soon, I'm done. I, I just can't do this anymore. Because by then we had child number two. And my wife was working, but not making a ton of money. And we were just scraping by. I mean, we were, you know. And those were tough days. And then when I got the call that I was going to be the host of the 620 Sports Line, uh, which has a, right, like a long, a long lineage. I mean, to be able to, I still get goosebumps thinking about knowing that I got to host that show over the course of my career, given that Lee Hacksaw Hamilton did it, Jude LaCava did it, Brad Sesmat did it, Mm -hmm. and he was the gentleman I was referring to earlier. It unfortunately came at his expense. Um, The fact that I got to host that legacy, legacy show and that I got to close out that legacy show. Yeah. I was the last host ever yeah. of the 620 Sports Line. We had a big party. We did a big on-air thing. We had everybody who was still alive who at one point was a host of the show on. It was a big deal. Um, that was great. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And and if not for that, I might have walked. I might have walked, and I have no idea what I'd be doing right now if I had no idea and then came the pairing with gambo and well there was the, there was a little in between in there i mean there was yeah 620 sports line diamond talk diamond talk i did yes. that for 10 years i do remember that so i was pretty much the nighttime voice mm-hmm. then we became sports 620 ktar and then we became 98 so and then in the midst of all of that i did two years of sports radio a show called sports interactive with paul calvisi Oh, Paul. You're, you're. Oh, Paul. Oh, Paul. Right? Oh, Polly, Polly pencil neck, right? Polly pencil neck. Polly, yeah. And, yeah. and I'll tell you what, that was um, just kind of going over the arc of my career. Those two years we did Sports Interactive together were two of the most fun years I can remember doing yeah. because we were creating, inventing, making things up as we went along. We were doing a totally different kind of show that had never really been done before on the radio, at least in this market, it had never really been done before. We had a blast, and the creative energy that would come from that show was intense. I mean, it was we were doing all sorts of great stuff, and we were constantly, it was like true best idea wins. And then that went so well, and I had filled in enough times with Gambo that it became pretty evident that he and I had pretty good chemistry, and we are actually celebrating our 12th year together. Already? Already. That's crazy. I remember when that happened. I mean, so... Literally, my ride to Cronkite School, mm-hmm. back then it was 620. Like, Arizona Sports, 97, was not even in existence yet. So, at the time, at the time I hit the road from Ahwatukee to downtown, it was okay. Mike and Mike, Colin Cowherd, mm-hmm. then uh, Doug and Wolf, and then there was, like, this huge gap, remember? Yes. And yeah. then the afternoon show would come on. Mm-hmm. And it was. This is about you, you were talking I'm about talking the about Gambo and Ash days, right? Well, Gambo and Ash. And then, then you came then into the mix. And I was like, you know, you're just so used to like hearing the names oh, yeah. and just the people. And so I was like, disruption. What is this? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this man? But on I, my knew, radio? I knew you from listening. I mean, yeah. I grew up here in the Valley, the Dime Talk, all of that. So I was like, oh, okay, new pairing. And then really from then on, I mean, it was just the takeover of Arizona, you know, what became, what it is now, Arizona Sports it, 97. It took a while. And yeah. and uh, I I mentioned twice, you know, taking over for somebody. Yes. It's an iconic broadcaster, mm-hmm. you know. Mark was an iconic broadcaster. Brad was and uh, is an iconic broadcaster. Mark's still loosely in the business, but, but and that's uncomfortable. You know, at least at first, Mm. because you're hearing from people who 
don't like change. Yes. Who don't like you. So true. Who wanted it things to be the way they used to be. Mm-hmm. And you're also dealing with, you know, new people, new responsibilities. I mean, the 620 sports line, the first time I got that, I'll tell you, I was scared shitless. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into that. I, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was scared to death because it, it had really been, wait, you mean three hours? Just me? And just me. Yeah. And maybe occasional guests, occasional calls, but it's just me. That scared me to death. And then taking over for Mark, that really scared me to death because Gambo is iconic and legendary and a surefire, if there is such a thing, there is. Arizona Sports Hall of Famer. I mean, mm-hmm. he, 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 will, he will go down in history as one of the most influential voices in the history of Arizona sports. I mean, there's no – and so you're paired with a power like that and you're trying to be yourself, but at the same time you, you need to give him the space to be him. You know, and, and it's it's it, it took a lot. And then while at the same time, people on social media sending you emails, you suck, you're terrible, bring the old guy back. It was it was a really it was a really challenging time. And and it was it was fun, but it was also very those first couple of years were very, very. It, it took me honestly about two years before I really felt good mm-hmm. about okay, I know what I'm doing. I've got this. It mm-hmm. took about two years. I love you know? the truth in that. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it, was, it was hard. And now, um, I don't want it's, it's, it's easy, but it's different. I mean, it's, it's certainly easier than it was in the early days. But, and it's, it's always a challenge because four hours every day is just going to be challenging in and of itself, yeah. coming up with that much content. But um, it's a lot easier than it was early on. Early on, it was, I was replacing an icon, a very popular powerful brand the gambo and ash show was mm-hmm. a big deal and uh, for the longest time i felt like i was a stranger in somebody else's house mm. you know it took a while for it to become my house mm. or at least partially my house you know but when you speak on um you know feeling almost like it kind of sounds like imposter syndrome in those earlier years like i'm here trying to find my place you know, did you deal with a little bit of that or, you know, was the oh, belonging? Yeah, uh, a lot um, because because it was such a it was such a popular brand. And um, and, and, and this was also what, 2011. So this is right at kind of the dawn of the social media. Yeah. yeah. And so here's this new platform where everybody can say whatever's on their mind, filter lists. And boy, did I hear it. And I'm, and I'm not trying to like elicit sympathy or anything. I signed up no. for it. It was, uh, it, it, it's, it's not like, oh, poor Dave, you know, screw that. It's, it's not that. It's just, it was all so new to us. Mm-hmm. And here I am in this brand new space with this brand new co-host who's this iconic broadcaster. I'm replacing another iconic broadcaster. And oh, by the way, here's this app that just lets everybody share their shit with you. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it was, it, it, it was, it, it took a while to adjust and adapt and feel like I had found my footing. I was, I was, it's the first, that was the first time in my life I had sought therapy just to kind of get me through it a little bit, just to help a little bit. We talk about therapy a lot on this show. Big fan. Big fan of therapy. We all are. Um, And I I I hope we all are. We all should be. We should be. We should be. I think there are some people who unfortunately – the stigma still exists. Oh, absolutely. Um, but not this guy. 
I still am a big believer in it. Good. Yeah. What were Feelings are real. Feelings and are you real. are. And to and have and them and share them with others. Yeah. And, and everybody's, you know, I, it, it's, it's like life is hard, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. And we all have our own little, like I, I was telling you before we started, I was very nervous to do this with you. I don't know why I shouldn't. A microphone's been in my face my entire life. Mm-hmm. Right. But because it's new, it's different. And honestly, I, you know, I've always had a great deal of respect for this brand that's mm-hmm. been created, the state, I, I, because I feel like I am state 48. You are, Right, yes. to a certain extent. Absolutely. A- and, and so for me, I had sort of built this up in my mind as like, wow, it's a big deal. I'm going to be on the state 48 podcast. And I was nervous about it all morning. And, and I, I got in here, and you could tell I was a little nervous about it. And I've calmed down now, and everything's okay. But the anxiety thing is is very real for me. I'm 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 not currently seeing a therapist, but I'm always open to it if the situation calls for it. I try to meditate. I try to, you know, mm-hmm. all the things you're supposed to do because life is life is tough, and and your own mel- mental health is well. You've got to be your own advocate for it, and got to fight for it, and you've got to allow yourself the forgiveness mm-hmm. to understand hey if there's a situation that's too much for you to deal with it then you're not embrace alone. it be it yeah, right you're don't never alone either yeah don't Which run from it don't mm-hmm. hide from it just yeah. just kind of steer your sails into the storm and deal with it you know yeah. and, and 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 acknowledge it so and i think what a lot of people don't realize too is especially for me you know overcoming a lot of my own fears insecurities Mm -hmm. when you're plopped in front of a camera you think this is what you want to do okay now go do it I mean I just remember so many times where I I felt like a shell of myself I'm just like oh my god who am I am I qualified but students specifically you know when they go after something like this or even viewers right the people watching what they don't realize is Dave has a life outside of the four-hour block that you hear him yeah Every single day. And you are expecting the consistency, the same day, the same energy. Sure. You know, I sure. can literally hear smiles behind the mics when I'm when I'm visualizing, when I'm driving in my car, hearing hosts. I feel it. I feel the energy. But I also understand the other side. Yeah. And I'm like, I have a life. Whatever they're dealing with, marital issues, kids, health, depression, whatever it is, they're still so human and they're expected to be there. They're on. Yeah. On. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to do every single day is kind of just escape. Yeah. I, it's, it's difficult. It, it is difficult because you, it, for exactly the reasons you just said, for four hours every day, there's this expectation that you are going to be. Because they don't know. Lisa Matthews. Yeah. That you're going to be Dave Burns. That you're going to be John Gambadoro. And you owe that to them. That's your job. Yeah. That's the gig, right? And I, I can't tell you, and I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. There are some days where I just don't feel like being Dave Burns. No. I don't. I just don't feel it. You're I, like, I just, where can I, I like? I, I just. I, I'm. Yeah. I'm tired. I've got stuff going on at home. I've mm-hmm. got money stuff going on. I got this stuff. I got that stuff. I'm tired. I didn't sleep well. Like you know, yeah. whatever. And doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You just gotta. And that's. I think. Honestly, that's why I yell straight up two o'clock every day. Just like let it, it all it's out. I, I, like I do it, and I know it's become my thing. Mm-hmm. And I was having breakfast with my wife in Flagstaff a month ago, and some guy across, you know, at another table. Yeah. Hey, straight up two o'clock. I'm like, ah, that's it. You know, should make a shirt. You should collab with us. I, Hello. I, I, I should. I, you know, actually, I think I was talking with Mike about that several oh. years ago. We're here well, for it. We're yeah, I, it back. Well, I just, I, you know, I just, it's, it up. seems to be my thing. But 
I think I do that as sort of, um, you know, like when you when you tap the keg, sometimes you got to let the you got to let the gas yes, out. It's, it's, it's just a little bit of, OK, everything's whatever it is that I got going on. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Let's yell. Let's start this thing off and yeah. let's just start the day from zero. And as Gambo and I talk about with each other off the air all the time, the four hours, it's the easiest part of the day. Everything, like everything else leading up to that is the hard part. Mm -hmm. The four hours every day, that's the easiest part because we just get to kick back, trust that we've done the work, trust that we've prepped and we know what we're talking about and just let it fly. And that's usually the easiest part of the day is when we do the four hours together. But there's all that other stuff that you kind of have to set off to the side for four Mm -hmm. hours, you know? How does it make you feel when you're out and about in the community, a community that's yours, that you grew up in, you know, you know the town well, obviously very rooted here, Mm -hmm. and having those moments of, hey, you know, straight up 2 o'clock, or just, you know, the love that you get, the feedback, as much as you talked about, you know, Twitter being its own weird world, but, you know, just knowing that there are the people here that support you. It's wonderful, and it it really is, it's nice – it's nice because you don't expect it. A- mm-hmm. and, and in particular, I don't expect it. A- and the reason I say that is while it is the Burns and Gambo show, you know, I, I, I understand the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the phrase I like to use is that he's the glitter, I'm the glue, okay? <laughs> and, and I get that. I, I don't expect the glue to get a lot of love, you know? I expect the glitter to get a lot of the love, a- and he does. Um, so anytime, you know, I'm out for a morning run and somebody recognize, oh, that's really cool. Thank you. Or I'm at a restaurant in Flagstaff. Somebody recognized me. That's cool because I do, you know, getting back to the whole state 48 theme and the Arizona theme. I mean, I, outside of a year in Chicago when I was six and a year in Seattle, right after my wife and I graduated college, I've lived in Arizona my whole life. I have attended all three in-state schools. I went to U of A, transferred to NAU. In between, I did some summer school classes at ASU. I went to Curry Elementary, Conley Junior High, mm-hmm. Corona Del Sol High School. Should have gone to McClintock. We moved. I, my, my dad's former chief, chief of police in Tempe. My brother is a deputy fire chief in Tempe. Knows your husband. Like, it, it's so for me to be able to do it here, to be able to have been 25 years uninterrupted at one station. 30 years, almost 30 years on the air in this market since 1995, I, it feels great. I mean, it, it's, it's humbling. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like I'm a very humble person. I try to be. So I'm always very grateful, very appreciative. And, but it's, it's always a little, it happens at the weirdest times. I mean, it, the, the whole yeah. recognition thing, mm-hmm. like it, like sometimes it's, it's really weird when somebody just recognizes the voice which it shouldn't be, <laughs> but, but, right, because yeah. that's the main conduit for how, but when sometimes people just, I know that voice. Are you like ordering? It's never Some happened like that. Some burrows, and they're like, Dave, Like, I didn't give you my name yet. Like, oh, I know who you are. I yeah. know who you are. Yeah. 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 See, I could, I could, I, I would know everyone's voice, obviously. Really would you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I would, I'd be able to tell. At least be like, wait a second. Who do we have here? I want to ask, uh, how did you come up with your whole your whole intro? Because I don't remember it not being straight up two o'clock. It was so Mark did something similar, and I can't remember exactly what Mark said when he opened the show. Asher, okay. um, I'll have to. I, I don't remember. I don't remember when I started doing the six twenty sports line. 
um, I decided I needed kind of a signature catchphrase, and that one was different. That one was, I'm trying to remember now, it was, um, okay, so I'm a movie guy, right? We established that. We, oh, we know. Yeah, we, we, yeah, right? We established <laughs> that. So there's one of my favorite movies from when I was a kid. It was a movie called The Right Stuff. Anybody ever see it? The right stuff? No, okay. It's, I'm an old guy, so I wouldn't expect. It was about the Mercury astronauts, and they would every time they would every time they would take a rocket into space, they would say it's time to light this candle, right? And then okay. they would the, the rocket would take okay. off, right? So my line when I started the 620 Sports line was um, the clock on the wall says go time. Time to light this candle on the blowtorch known as the 620 Sports Line. I love it. And, and, it, and it just I, it, it became my thing. And I, I don't think it, it, it didn't stick like straight up to a clock. Yeah. I really don't know That's awesome. how it started, where it started. There was a time like two years ago I thought maybe it was time to retire it. No. Never. And I think we even put out like a Twitter poll, and everyone's like, no, 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 no. Can't get rid of that. Don't. Can't get rid of that. So we'll keep You might that. have to write me a little jingle here for you want like yeah like i want you to come up with something for this podcast yeah oh really yeah would you yell it or would you um i'm not the yelling tone <laughs> you sure i would think <laughs> we could play sure? around with some ideas yeah okay, i mean right, we yeah. could play around with some okay. ideas Honestly, but it'd be a really good thing for everybody in, else in the office to know to be quiet for yeah the next, everyone shut up <laughs> <laughs> well that's not what you're yelling this is this is shut up. <laughs> it's just like pure chaos <laughs> Uh, but you if know, if I come up with something, I'll text you and let please, you know. Please, I, I would love that. If I, if I come up with something, I'll let you right know. Right now, you know, it's all things AZ. All things AZ. That's what we are. Well, I think it'll but still be all things something, AZ. But something that's, with that's that flavor. A, that's like part of your creative brief to go off of yes. is that it's all things AZ. All things AZ. Okay. I yeah. You'll, you'll gotta give. I gotta. I gotta. We'll, we'll text. We'll figure this out. Yeah, I gotta we'll workshop give you in my head. We'll give you I'll royalties uh, to the show. He's yeah, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my I royalties. Gotta, I, gotta, I gotta workshop it a little bit, but royalties. I'll come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> Let me make sure this contract situation. <laughs> Nothing signed. <laughs> However, if we come up with a straight up. Yeah, shirt. straight up two o'clock is a different. Or like, yeah, yeah. if you want to do some sort of collaboration we shirt, whatever that ends should. up being, yeah, absolutely. I, I wish I could say I, I knew how. I've been doing it for so long. I know. I don't. There's a story I don't know there. Exactly. We're gonna have to yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly. Go back in the the tapes, yeah. as they call it. Uh, I know for me, growing up here, working, you know, within the sports media yeah. world here was always such an honor. And just at times, I would have to pinch myself, like, oh my gosh, you know, here's Kurt Warner or you know KJ Charles Spark. We're both huge diehard Suns Sunsies right here. I'm still. Um, yeah. I'm. Yeah. Got to figure out where the tat's gonna go when they win. We are getting the tat. <laughs> we are getting the tat. I, mean, I, I don't know. It, it, it's not like a we thing. I don't okay, want to make it seem like creepy it's or anything. Darren, Darren, we're getting we're the tat. We're getting the tat, Darren. We are getting the tat. And Larry, Darren knows. <laughs> you know who I'm talking to. Um, I, I'm still making space for the tat when the Suns win it all. Because that's yeah. okay. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Where were you going with your question? I, I don't even know. But I mean, we yeah, it's we're so in love. It's tatted now on our bodies. <laughs> it will be tatted on our bodies. I would only get a tat for the Suns, though. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I know. It's, it's different. I know. It's different. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, other than they were, you know, they were the, the only, only team, team here right. for the longest time. I mean, other than the Sun Devils, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I didn't get a tat for the D-backs in 2001. I don't think I'd get a cards tat if they won the, yeah. but if the Suns win the championship, well, so you better new. believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. yeah. If yeah. the Suns ever win a championship, win, win the Suns win a championship. Yeah. I love I that. 
I assure you. I'll While get we've that. been sitting here, someone, one of my buddies actually sent me an image of Devin Booker's Instagram that's blurring out a bunch of stuff, but okay. apparently New Jersey. Jersey reveal. Oh. Yeah. That's been rumored. Right, yeah. yeah, I know it's been rumored quite that's a bit. Been, that's been rumored. I feel like I had to share some sort of sports, I've live seen sports them. news while <laughs> Bernsey's here, you know? And my <laughs> wife just got me <laughs> a Devin <laughs> Booker jersey for Father's Day, too. Wow. Send that's it back. Love. No, I'm just kidding. That's love. No, don't send it back. That's going to be part well, of, like, the vintage line. I know, but if it's a new one, I might, if I'd like the new line, I might have to. Um, you have more than one. Have more than that's one. That's true. Um, you, but what you, where was I going You, you were going to ask me something about growing oh, up here. Oh, have you had, you know... I just remember moments, right? Especially when I was at the Cardinals, you know, these iconic games that you're just like, wow, I'm I'm here, I'm doing it, oh or boy. I'm living it. A moment for you that really sticks out. Oh, um, boy. Oh, well, I mean, Game 7 of the World Series. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, I'm here, I'm doing this. Uh, even Games 3, 4, and 5 of the World Series in New York, I got lucky enough, I was lucky enough to sent, be sent to those wow. by KTAR. Oh, wow, I'm here. I... I my favorite stories to tell is um, flying into New York after game two. And, of course, this is post-9-11. Right. So, and I had flown into New York a few times. Uh, I, used to, I did an internship there for CBS Sports back in the mid-'90s when I graduated school. And just seeing the towers not be there was, mm. you know. Yeah. And my wife was very, she's like, something's going to happen. I, I don't want you to go. I'm like, honey, it'll be fine. It's going to be the most the biggest security presence in the history of mankind. I'm going to be fine. Um, I land, take a cab from the airport to Yankee Stadium, and I remember upon getting out of the cab, walking over a bridge into Yankee Stadium. It was nighttime. There were four or five different versions of Marine One, the helicopter, the presidential helicopter, yeah. and they were practicing emergency takeoffs. Oh, Lord. And one would take off and land, and another would take off and land, and they were just practicing, hey, if we have to get him out of here, how do we? And I thought, okay, this is surreal. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget 01. I, I'm sad because seven seconds or less, I mm. was doing a lot of Diamondbacks work then, so I didn't get to go to a lot of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, but 2021, Ugh. I tell you, the first quarter of game five at home, okay. they jumped out to, like the Suns mm-hmm. did, like a 32-16 lead. And I thought, this is it. They're winning a championship. Uh, this is it. He's going to bring me to tears. Uh, no, I don't want to cry. It's <laughs> the, this, this is the yeah. moment. And I'm, I canceled not one but two vacations that summer where my family went without me because I'm like, I'm just not missing this. I'm going to be here for this. I get to cover this. I have the privilege of being in this building. Mm -hmm. I'm not leaving. Mm -hmm. And um, the heartbreak. Uh, It's like after a while, you kind of callous to it to a certain extent. Um, My heart. Mm. Because when they lost that game five, we all, they're done. We knew they're done. That was their, and I just, it broke my heart. Yeah. Broke my heart. I feel like when they win, championship i'm gonna get a lot of text messages and like people because they know my fandom's unreal but i know there's a handful of people that i will text and you're one of them just like really all i have to do is like i've made that club you made it like because I, I do feel like we have that kind of we have the sun's connection even though we, like don't, we know each other we don't know each other super well i, I do know you a, a I, really I, well now <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we've got that now we do we have that sun synergy um a special place now that when it happens i i just it could be a gift. It could be something simple, but you'll understand. And I mean it is no disrespect to the other teams. It's just, it's different. It's for, 
for a for a a native a native born in Flagstaff in a literal log cabin back in 1971. My students, my my students, my um, parents were students at NAU, and the hospital back in 1971 in Flagstaff was was we drove by it like 10 years ago. It looked like a log cabin, and I don't even think it exists anymore. I don't think it's there. They they knocked it down for something else. Um, my mom used to take me to Suns games when we could afford it back mm-hmm. in the mid 70s. Um, yeah. It's just it's it's no disrespect to the Cardinals or the Coyotes or or even ASU. I mean, I grew up on them too. You talk about memories and moments. Um, I was about 20 yards away from Joe Germain throwing mm-hmm. the pass to David Boston mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. in the Rose Bowl. I was lucky enough to cover that for my I old my dad's T-shirt station <laughs> KNIX. Yeah, um, yeah, I was there that night. I think what it is is at least for me, and you probably resonate with this, is that's what made me. The D-backs and just watching the Suns, Barkley, Eric, KJ, all them, that's what made me fall in love with sports Mm -hmm. and then led to then the career of pursuing it. So that's where it's like that. It's like that first love, you know, and it's it's your first love. And then all these other, you know, everything else obviously plays a huge factor in covering the Cardinals and watching them growing up too. My dad was a Cowboys fan, so he brainwashed me until I was about six years old and I (laughs) despised him for it, went to therapy for it. I'm like, ew, don't ever show those photos, please. Like, funny. disgusting. <laughs> I'm just the opposite. My dad grew up in the D.C. area. So he was Redskins, Redskins fan. Yep. He, well, and that didn't, Redskins well, yeah, not, not we, okay. we just yeah, had this I, conversation. I know, I know, I know we did, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, that's yeah, what they happens. were, but I get yeah. it at the commanders now. Right. Uh, that never took with me as a kid, because we didn't have a football team growing up until the Cardinals right. moved here in 88, but his hatred of the Cowboys absolutely took. Now I hate stuck. them. And my dad. But you grew up loving them? Like, I was five. I didn't know anything. Uh, I like Michael Irvin. I was like, it's not my fault. That's true. I get it. It was my fault, right? My whole whole family is from Detroit. So I grew up in Detroit, everything before there was anything here. And my brother still gives me shit as if I I betray the Red Wings or something like that. And it's like, no, I'm a a Coyotes fan. I've lived here since I was three. This is what I know. And see, that's what happened with my family. Once the cards came here, my mom was heavy, like, no, we're a Cardinals fan family blah, yeah. blah. and then my dad kind of got the boo poor thing and then now once i started working for them i mm-hmm. gave them all gave them all the gear little by little and then <laughs> he would be like well i'm rooting for you because i want you to have the success and you know all of that this is gonna sound crazy <laughs> when i was a kid growing up i was actually a seahawks fan weird right womp, so womp, womp. no yeah. I'm uh, my face i no, was smiling I know, and then right? i went <laughs> so so growing up my dad's a washington fan no uh, like but hey, so hey th- and it's like the Seattle Seahawks were an expansion team back in 1976. I was five. Yeah. We didn't have a football team. I thought, you know what? I'll pick them. Cool colors. Yeah, that's Blue how most green. kids. I'll, I'll, I'll pick the Seattle Se- I was a Seahawks fan f- until the Cardinals moved here, basically. Yeah. That was my, it was really weird to be. And that's what, why Phoenix is the way it is. Like, yes. it's such a melting pot. I, I mean, there's just, it, that's, Especially my generation. Now, like, then we were raised with D-backs coming in, mm-hmm. Cardinals. Now we should see more in my kids. I mean, they're all easy. I'm not going to let them be nothing else. <laughs> they don't have a choice, for sure. But Wait a minute. How old are you? Time out, how old are your kids? Five, three, and one. They know what's up. Because um, I tell you, we thought the same thing, and that didn't. I, I saw I saw that. Sons um, a Red Sox fan. But, I mean, yeah, and like, my dad, Dallas Cowboys, that's what was on TV. That just made sense, right? Sure. Steelers, Raiders, or Cowboys fan. Um, and then growing up here in Phoenix, I mean, he's a native too. So growing up, he would watch the uh, Giants 
right there by his Gosh. house. They practice, so he was always out oh, there. Oh, the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay, the San Francisco okay, Giants for baseball. Giants, the San Francisco yeah. Giants. Okay, They're yeah. always out there during spring training, so he fell in love with the Giants. And then the D-backs came. So, you know, my generation on moving forward, that's why you're going to see more and more true love, all love AZ for. Are you getting the rap sign? I am getting the rap sign. I, I try to be like. Side that was but sorry. That was he was like, Lisa, be quiet. <laughs> we do no, have to I get you out I of here, though. I saw the dry erase board, so I'm like, all right, I guess we're done. Time to go. I guess it's a wrap. We have to get you out of here because you have a show to do. Like, well, you, I do. you have we to go do, do your job, job I to, now. I have to go do the thing. But I, I hope this was fun for you. This was fun. This was. I really we enjoyed love it. you here. So you I, come I on anytime. I appreciate that. It, it was. I, I really enjoyed this. This was Good. a lot of fun. And thank yeah. you for the. Yeah. Thank you for the swag. I will. I always rep the swag. You do. You really do. I don't. I don't think. I've ever seen you wear anything other than State 40. I wear a lot of State 40 up here. <laughs> my, 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 you're welcome. My friends are like, how many of their shirts do you own? I like, you have no freaking idea how many of their shirts I own. Quickly, before we wrap up, yes. how can we support you? I know you have the Giveathon coming up. So, a uh, big deal for us at the station is the Phoenix Children's Hospital Giveathon is coming up August 8th through the 14th. Yes. Uh, last year, we set a record for a radiothon for a Phoenix, for any kind of children's hospital in, a, in America for two million dollars it's a very 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 important thing at our radio station and we'll have all the details coming up in the coming weeks uh, i'm not sure when this is going to air when this is going to hit but um I, please everybody get involved because if there's anything we've learned about living here in arizona and being state 48ers is that phoenix children's hospital is badass yeah. and they need us Absolutely. and so we anybody who can help we appreciate it very much so be listening. I like how you said State Forty Eighters. Is that a new thing here? State Forty. Yeah. Hey, not a lot have said it. So. Um, it's stamped maybe, approval maybe, today. <laughs> maybe you're open to the show. Okay, I see something coming wrong here. What's up, State Forty Eighters? It's mm. I, it's, it's straight up twelve thirty o'clock. I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, it's just I'm just again I'm workshopping the thing. The I love it. State Forty Eighters. Uh, stay tuned. Okay. All right. We'll see you next week.